is CJ Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And you may recall my piece last week about time slips, also known as temporal anomalies or accidental time travel, which is where you're going along with your day, minding your own business, when all of a sudden you find yourself not in your own space and time, but in another space and time altogether. Like those modern women I spoke about last week who, while visiting the gardens of Versailles, suddenly found themselves back in 1792, during the time of the French Revolution, watching a forlorn Marie Antoinette painting watercolors in a meadow. Time slips can be tricky things. But what about time travelers, those who move through time on purpose? Andrew Carlson was one such individual who purportedly traveled back in time from the future to make a killing in the stock market. Arrested by the Securities and Exchange Commission in 2003 for quickly turning an $800 investment into $350 million, Andrew offered when caught the cure for AIDS and the place bin Laden was hiding in exchange for being let go. If Andrew gave us that information, we'll never know, as all official records of his existence were erased after he was mysteriously bailed out of jail, never to be seen again. So was he a real-time traveler, or just an urban legend? Well, it's near impossible to authenticate this kind of stuff, but it's interesting to think about, especially given that science says time travel is possible. Einstein thought you might be able to traverse a wormhole, if you could ever find one, or travel faster than the speed of light, which entangled particles actually seem to do, or perhaps create a temporal paradox, where a closed time loop would allow you to circle your timeline stopping at moments in both your past and future for a visit. So, theoretically, and also mathematically, by the way, time travel is indeed possible. But is it a reality? Stephen Hawking didn't think so, and gave a time traveler's party on June 28, 2009 to prove it, sending out invitations only after the party was over, ensuring that only those with the power to travel back in time would be able to attend. When no one showed up, he concluded that time travel was impossible. Which I think is jumping the gun a bit. I mean, is he such a fabulous host that those traveling back in time would rather go to his party than, say, watch the Great Pyramids being built? He also said that the best evidence we have that time travel is not possible is the lack of time-traveling tourists, which is a pretty specious argument, as time-traveling tourists would be unlikely to visit Stephen Hawking, his parties, or anyone else in a position of authority for the simple reason that they would immediately lose their freedom, as they'd likely be locked up somewhere and studied. The same goes for aliens landing on the White House lawn, by the way. Only stupid aliens who want to be killed and or forever imprisoned would land there. I mean, honestly, the White House lawn is the last place anyone should go to do anything unexpected or out of the ordinary. Second to last place is, you guessed it, a party at Stephen Hawkins' house. No, I think that if there are time travelers or aliens, they are on the QT, operating with the same prime directive that guided Star Trek's travels. No interference. This is not just to allow civilizations and time periods to develop on their own unimpeded, because it also allows the travelers to explore unimpeded too. Being captured, killed, or studied certainly puts a dent in one's time-traveling vacation, and I expect that if there are time-traveling agencies sending tourists along the timeline, they're obviously clever enough to have figured out a technology which would keep them from getting caught, like visiting just outside our visual spectrum, which is easy to do since about 90 
99% of absolutely everything in our world is outside our visual spectrum. That's right. We humans can only see about 1% of everything that's literally right in front of us. So if I was a time traveler, that's exactly where I'd be standing, especially if I decided to attend Stephen Hawking's silly time traveling party. For all Stephen knew, he could have had hundreds of guests. He just couldn't see them. Therefore, I would amend Hawking's famous supposition to this. The best evidence we have for time traveling is literally none, for the simple reason that future time traveling programs are successful. And that gives me hope that one day, like Marty McFly, we'll all be able to go back to the future. For Esoterica, this is CJ Kinney. Thanks for listening.